This is Verve, the style podcast, your only source for everything fashion on the internet. We're your hosts. I'm Katie Gassman. And I'm Anna Grace Averett. With a combined 10 years of experience in e-commerce fashion, from buying and styling to visual merchandising and content creation, Katie and I know firsthand how the internet is reshaping the fashion industry. We sit down with your favorite creators and the next wave of innovators to discuss how they're pushing fashion forward and break down five of their favorite fits. On our solo episodes, we get into the latest fashion news, runway shows, internet trends, pop culture. It's basically like going to happy hour with your fashion besties. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and follow along on TikTok and Instagram to see what we're wearing. I'm at Katie Gassman, two S's, two N's. And I'm at Anna Grace Averett. That's A-V as in Valentino, E-R-E-T-T. So sit back with your mandatory three beverages and enjoy the show. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Verve. Yeah, welcome back. We have officially, if you haven't been on our Instagram lately, which, um, hello, why have you not been on our Instagram lately, launched our rebrand. Yes. So year two, we need a fresh updated look, something that reflects um, just how fun we are. Yeah, obviously we're super fun. (laughs) Yes. And we always talk about how we were so inspired growing up by kind of the magazine collage polyvore era. Mm -hmm. So I think you'll see that reflected in our new listener guides on Instagram. Yeah. And we're also going to be posting a lot more commentary, I think like things that don't really fit into like a full show. We'll be sprinkling in some good captions. Like a Julia Fox moment. Like, you know, we want to talk about that all the time, but it doesn't always fit in the show. Right. And plus like things that happen midweek. We don't want to have to wait. We want to be able to talk to everybody about it right then. And we want you guys to talk to us. So comment, like, send us a DM. Let's hear from you. Yeah. And that's at Verve Podcast. Just an FYI. Links little, are in the show little notes. reminder. Yeah. Links are in the show notes. All right. Let's move into a new section that we have. Uh, it's TBD named. But working title. Yeah. Working title. But it's essentially, we're going to give you a rundown of all the headlines that you need to know for this week. Uh, you know, going into your water cooler chats your group chats with your friends like you can start a cool conversation here you'll be the smartest person in the room or Mm -hmm. the most informed about fashion and pop culture at least exactly and with that euphoria star sydney sweeney is the new face of tori birch zendaya will not be attending the met gala next week so very very kind of her to give everyone else a chance to actually have their photo on the front cover (laughs) tinks tiktok's big sister addresses and apologizes for 10-year-old tweets that resurface, calling Kim Kardashian and others fat. Uh, because shocker, people can change. Gigi Hadid is collaborating with Frankie's Bikinis for a limited edition collection of swim and loungewear. So you can now express your favorite Hadid sister via swim. Is there going to be a Bella collection coming out after? Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem in line with Frankie's Bikinis. Uh, Aesthetic. Yeah. She's a little too, um, I don't know. Edgy tomboy. Something else. Yeah. yeah. Instagram rolls out enhanced tag where you can credit tag users for their contributions like a hairstylist, makeup artist, etc. So when you click on the tag, you'll see the user's name and what exactly they contributed to that photo or reel. And lastly, Elon Musk has officially bought Twitter for $44 billion. What will he do with this? The world is apparently his oyster. Um, who has $44 billion? I can't even conceptualize what that looks like. 
Think of all the bags we could buy. Think of all the things we could buy. Like we could probably buy like half of the fashion industry. Yeah, I was gonna say you would just own the fashion industry. Like LVMH. Ching bought. So that was our little headline section, guys. Let us know if you have an idea for what it should be called. Like I said, we're working through this, but we wanted to make sure that all of the stuff that we didn't have full-fledged discussion to contribute. Mm Mm-hmm. We needed you guys to to be in the know. So much to talk about, so little time. And with that, let's launch into the ooh, heavy big topic this week. And that is the return of Alexander Wang, who had a show in Los Angeles, Chinatown this past week. Yes. So this is a controversial subject. We are, of course, speaking about the allegations of sexual misconduct that were brought against him uh, for quite a few years now. There were 11 people taking legal action. Um, Most of the victims are gay men and trans women, so marginalized groups to begin with. And the first allegation happened in September of 2017. um, And then it's just been kind of ongoing through February 2021. He met with the victims in the spring of 2021. His lawyer declined to answer if they reached a settlement or not, but he promises to, quote, do better and that the victims are, quote, moving on. Oh, okay. Enlightening. Yeah. I mean, these things are hard because they get so much press and you don't get any resolve because it's so covered up and, like, secretive, like, how they're resolved. The lawyer representing the victim said that they were... they accepted the apology and that they were willing to move forward Mm -hmm. so it kind of brings up the question like if the victims are moving forward by their by the their lawyer's word does that make it like okay to consume and support weighing now i don't know do you like is it do you expect from someone like some kind of public show of like how they're changing and growing unsure Uh, how could you even like do that in this scenario well right because then like the obvious answer is oh i like donated a bunch of money to some foundation or something and like is that performative depends on the intent and like we'll never know somebody's intent in these kinds of situations so i guess you just kind of have to like determine for yourself if you would like to wear his clothing yeah and fashion is notorious for these allegations coming to surface um Bruce Weber and Mario Testino, two photographers, um, and Terry Richardson, another photographer, fashion photographer, were all accused of sexual misconduct. But like a few years goes by and they kind of just start like creeping back in. There's like never firm consequences. I mean, I guess you could really say the same thing with like actors. I was just going to say that like movies has that same reputation. I think it's tough when I mean also politicians so like really it's just anytime men are in power women too but like you know we're mostly seeing men here yeah and just i don't know everyone wants to glorify these you know creatives because of the work they put out there and kind of ignore you know the wrongdoings that they've done creatives are unstable people too like i think that we're both classified as creative. So like, I feel qualified to say this, but like we're an unstable group. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it, anytime you get put in a power position and you're just kind of maybe a little bit, you know, off center, who knows what can happen? Bad things, bad, bad things. But I will personally not be purchasing anything. <laughs> um, but we do I say that like it was a, it's, it's an option for me. Like, I could afford something Alexander Wang that's anything new. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. We're not there yet. Um, but he was like the he was the it designer of the early 2010s. Oh, yeah. Indie Sleaze King. Yeah. Like Tumblr, Black, 
black bags, studs all over them. Like you couldn't get away from him. So I feel like he's also lost relevance over the years combined with this. It'll be interesting to see like how the brand continues on. I believe I read something that the Alexander Wang brand has really stayed afloat because of its Chinese consumers and Mm. international consumers. Wow. Um, So we'll see what happens in America. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so when we were researching the show, which we do, because we do have thoughts, we have official thoughts on the show that he just put out, uh, April nineteenth, and it was actually kind of difficult to find photos of it. There was a lot of articles talking about what we just covered, um, but like Vogue even had an article discussing again the He's allegation like come back, the comeback right? quote unquote comeback yeah right but Vogue Runway like doesn't have his collection so the only place we could actually find the latest collection was on the Alexander Wang site right so there seems he's not like fully accepted back into the industry like do I think that a lot of people are in a similar position like what we're discussing do we give it the green light or not because you know the people in power are the ones who disinform the masses and I mean, Rihanna was recently seen wearing an outfit from like his latest show. Right. Lucy Liu started his campaign leading up to this show. So you're seemingly getting like celebrity support. Kim Kardashian posted an Instagram story. Uh, doesn't seem like she was actually at the show, but she just posted like a screenshot and was like, congrats. So, <laughs> I mean, if you have the right power players on his side, mm-hmm. like it is likely that their fans will follow suit, which I think is why you go after like rihanna and kim k are probably right. two of the most influential women in fashion in the world right now right and i think that those are very strategic um you know not even just for their fame and celebrity but for the way that they like drive style because a lot of the things that were part of the show are not groundbreaking they're very of the moment mm-hmm. but not in the way that's like super um trend cycle heavy i feel like it's a lot of stuff we've perhaps been seeing we're not surprised by it it's gonna be here for a couple more years yeah so with that we had like very tiny bra tops there were these thigh high boots but yeah uh, or, or no, they were crotch, crotch high boots crotch high boots they literally <laughs> were like an inch from the business the region the region right? <laughs> and with those crotch high boots as teeny tiny micro skirts and shorts and then we had shirts with like long sleeves that extended past the arms with oversized cuffs um some large bags very like businessy briefcase yeah. looking patent leather yeah it well so what it reminded me of is like the combination of like your corporate baddie like she goes to the club on the weekend mm-hmm. um but she shows up for work looking cool i mean that the wang brand is the downtown girl in new york which i feel like represents that so yeah with a lot of like suiting and structure but mm-hmm. then again tiny bra top micro skirt so kind of that play between um business and slutty uh, we can see our girl Julia Fox wearing something like what we've got going on here. Yes. And a lot of uh, Julia Fox eye makeup too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The smoky black swan kind of deal. Well, and there were tons of like those oversized leather jackets like the one Rihanna was wearing, but I feel like Julia Fox did it first. Mm-hmm. And I-, I think our overall thoughts is like, again, nothing groundbreaking and it seemed pretty like consumable. Right, which could also be a really strategic move. Like you're trying to make stuff that will just so seamlessly fit into the zeitgeist Mm -hmm. that no one notices that it's Alexander Wang and that he's making a comeback until he's already made the comeback. And then it's so ingrained that everyone forgets. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of retailers who at one point stopped carrying Wang and bring it back. So 
Revolve, uh, Forward, Shop Bop. And it's, it's interesting because the clothes on there I've seen are more geared towards younger audiences because yeah. it's bright colors, um, a bit skimpier. And like a Gen Z. Yeah, Gen Z. Like bright colors are not part of the Wang brand. So I think mm. they're being very strategic with trying to get their sales afloat in the U.S. Huh. So it feels like something I want to continue to pay attention to, which mad about because that's the whole thing. That's the whole discussion. Attention. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like the haters on TikTok. Oh, yeah. So I'm getting eaten <laughs> alive on TikTok right now because of my uh, thoughts on that people can change over the course of 10 years. But, right. Which, you know. You know, 10 years, like we're all people who change over the course of 10 years. I think um, with like sexual assault allegations, that's a really different playing ground because I'm a big true crime fan and um, a lot of that involves like sexual misconduct over the years and that tends to just remain well yeah i mean it's versus calling someone fat like those are really different territories they're completely different things but people put them in the same bucket which is quote-unquote cancel culture yeah like there's a difference between holding somebody accountable for things that they've done that were harmful to people like i don't really you could probably argue that like tweeting that kim kardashian is fat is harmful at large because it like contributes to fat phobia right and that it just makes it okay for everyone else to do it but it's not the same as like sexually assaulting someone. So like, it's crazy that they're in the same category. But like, I don't think cancel culture, I don't think cancel culture really exists past a certain point. Mm-hmm. I think when things get broken, um, like news stories get broken, there's a huge uproar. And maybe when people try to quote unquote, like resurface, then there's another uproar. But like past that, like cancel culture doesn't really exist. Like, it's just people who are angry on the internet. They're not actually doing anything about it besides like uh, unfollowing, you know, not supporting the brand. But if not everyone's doing that, then what effect do you really have besides just like yelling in the comments? Yeah. It feels like a really small scale way to like display the like power that you give somebody by like following them or whatever. But like in the end, like what does it even mean? I, so This also, like, my brain immediately went to, like, the metaverse conversation and, like, life online, which Mm. I went down a rabbit hole last night. Like, thinking about um, crypto, the metaverse. Kind of, I've seen a lot, too, about, like, the relationship between, like, users and fans. Like, there's some word for it. Sorry. I'm sorry. I completely go back to metaverse. Oh, no. I can't intelligently speak on metaverse. (laughs) Like, it was just something that happened. Parasympathetic relation have you heard that parasympathetic parasympathetic relations yeah re- relations. parasympathetic is something that like happens in your body too so that might i don't know i term. feel like we neither of these things were clearly not qualified enough to be gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah so basically um make your own choice on if you want to support alexander wang and think twice before deciding that unfollowing someone on the internet is your contribution to society or just getting angry in the comments yeah ag is just feeling so attacked today go meditate like go do something nice for someone go take a walk outside go touch the grass uh, yeah like oh uh, grounding like get yeah. your like get your shit together get your earth grounded like stop yelling at people you never met assuming things that <laughs> you don't know like uh, right anyways yeah let's talk about something else that's 
cool happening. Uh, eBay UK is launching Imperfects, which is an initiative that launched on Earth Day, so 4-22, to sell flawed fashions. Yeah, think of it like here in the US, like Imperfect Foods. You see a lot of ads for that. So like selling blemished produce at a discount, which would other guys go to waste. I love that. Yes, I did that for a while. Well, it's like, uh, it makes me feel like I'm saving the runs. You know, like I'm taking what no one else wants, which, right, that's the whole thing. But and it's like so bizarre to me that we didn't realize that that was happening, that like all this produce in the store is supposed yeah. to be like pretty. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like it never really occurred to anyone that all of our food doesn't naturally look the same. And like that things are just getting thrown away and not like feeding, you know, world hunger. Right. So capitalism. Yeah. Back to fashion. Um, okay. So the UK shopper is becoming increasingly interested in sustainable shopping and choosing secondhand. Um, eBay mentioned that their pre-loved item search have multiplied nine times over the past year. In 2021, eBay helped save 17,770 tons of fashion from going to landfills. And I believe that was the UK alone. And then two pre-worn items are sold every second on eBay. And eBay is one of my favorite places to shop. Yeah. Second. I love a good eBay. Like, I feel like I've come full circle on eBay because I did have a little eBay shop back in my day. And your indie sleaze era. Yeah, my indie sleaze era. And I would like bleach shorts and like cut them up and different like tank tops and just stupid, like literally indie sleaze stuff. So um, I have a love, a love, love relationship with eBay. It really takes a girl back. And I feel like eBay is a place you can still find, like, really good deals. Like, uh, Depop. Like, who is using eBay? I do. No, I know. But, like, I want to know what they're, like, (laughs) you're, like, me? I do. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, I want to know that, like, what's their, like, average user age? It would probably skew older. It's got to. And I think that's why we get better deals. Yeah, because, like. sorry depop has like the worst search engine ever worst filtering ever so hard to find stuff poshmark similar also really overpriced typically i like their search better but it's the most expensive yes and then i like mercari too so mercari and ebay i feel like are where i go to like find cheap shit yeah agreed and you can but you have to like know what you're looking for yeah you know so it's hard like but also you really can't browse on any of these sites anyway. Like you have still have to have a brand. You still have to have like a style or key, key search words. Like you can't just say like, Oh, I want to buy a new sweater, but I'm not like attached to it being new. Let me go browse all the new arrivals of sweaters on Poshmark. Well, they did say, and they, I was reading the eBay press release and oh. they were talking how um, pre-worn dress, like that search result, went up 132% or some number around that area. So people are just searching like pre-love dress. I never really thought about that. Right. Well, we're much more in tune to um, attributes when it comes to clothing and silhouettes <laughs> and brands. Like, E-commerce but the average consumer, if they're like, oh, I want to shop sustainably, like maybe that's where they're starting. I mean, the average consumer doesn't know the difference between footwear and shoes. Like the level of I mean, is there a difference? I think it's just internal language versus customer-centric language. Right, like they don't know how to search. They don't. They wouldn't think like, oh, I want to buy a pair of shoes. Let me click on footwear. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's just the but- average consumer is a little <laughs> dumber than I think everyone would like to believe. You got to make it easy. But that's what eBay is doing because they partnered with 100 brands for this initiative, like Off-White, 
North Face, Puma, Fila, and Timberlands all up to 60% off. And the small imperfections are like a scuff, a missing button, a loose thread, products that were used for display so they can't resell them. And the defects are clearly called out in the product description and there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're basically guaranteed that you know what's going to be wrong with it. Right. And if you don't like it, you can send it back, which well, I think is huge. And the here, the, the difference between, because, you know, when I buy on these sites, I anticipate flaws. The difference here is that you're getting it from eBay who got it from the manufacturer. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So, and like, this is like luxury. Like, I feel like that yeah. doesn't happen either. So the example I have here is there's like a Saint Laurent bag that retails for 2200 and it's listed for like 1100 with minor scratches on the front. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, half off essentially. Like that's a steal for a designer bag. You're like the new eBay um, brand rep here. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm jazzed up about this because I already like, I won't buy anything full price to start with. Like, right. I'm okay with a little scratch and it makes me right. feel better. Like if I, I have not bought a brand new designer bag in my lifetime yet, but besides like my Telfar one, but like I'm did a little tiny scratch on that. And I <laughs> um, had shame about it for like yeah. a week straight yeah. because I was like, I cannot believe I scratched my, I did it. Like I, anytime that I like get a little mark on my shoe for the first time, like I literally ruminate on it for weeks. It's tragic. So I'd rather like get something that kind of was already messed up a little bit that I got a little bit of deal on and then I don't have to feel guilty about it. You can actually enjoy the things that you buy instead of like feeling like you have to tiptoe around them wear them for special occasions like wear the stuff you buy wear it all the time right wear your special occasion items in real life maybe i need to figure out how to buy um how to wear that like plunging velvet gown now that would be a tough one (laughs) but i would like to see you try yeah so lulu launched a similar initiative um lulu like lululemon like new where you can trade in your old Lulu gear for credit. Um, you can like purchase pre-approved I- or pre-loved items um, for like 40 to 50% off. But didn't you say that you also get like a $10 credit? Yeah. So you can exchange in your items. So for a $5 credit, if you turn in your tank top shirt, shorts and skirts, $10 credits for hoodies, sweaters, pants, crops, leggings, dresses, $10 credit for bags and a $25 credit for outerwear, which seems a bit absurd considering <laughs> their legging price is probably like $110 on average and you get $10 back. Like that's when I would just resell on Poshmark right. for like 40 bucks. And $40 is a steal. Someone would literally buy that from you in like less than 24 hours. But I guess it goes back to like Lulu's target customer is someone who has more disposable income. Conversation, who right. like likely does not want to list it on Poshmark they're like get it out of my face like let someone else do it right it's more important for them to just not have to deal with it than the ten dollar credit is yes and then Patagonia also has a pre-love program I think it's a similar trade-in they are that's been happening for like a year or two I think I bought uh their uh pre-loved like um half zip from them oh how was it it was good it was like basically brand new Look at that. So we hope this eBay initiative comes to America because I want to <laughs> right, half off dollar okay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do you have any good eBay searches right now? Like save searches? No. Like I fall in the traps of scrolling at like 3 a.m. And then I just can't do that sometimes. So I, I, I go in and out of cycles and I'm really obsessed with searching on eBay. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm not currently in one because I'm oh. also like don't really have money to spend on things right now <laughs> yeah no i'm a big saved saved search gal mm, mine's like whatever in the mood like i see a tiktok video about like 
97 Mew Mew and I'm like looking at every page for hours and hours. Oh, mine are a little bit more broad than that. I guess like my Well, things. I'm sorry. I wouldn't search like 97 Mew Mew. I would search like vintage Mew Mew. Sort from low to high and scroll. Yeah. Oh, and then scroll instead yeah. of saving it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's a different approach. Yeah. And then eBay is, I do like their algorithm for like suggesting items based on previous searches. So that's helpful. I did buy a pair of Cuso Barcelona pants that way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So excited to wear those this summer. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready to talk about outfits? We are. Ex- I think I'm first. What? Yeah. I You're do first? think I'm first. You're first. I am. All right. This is <laughs> an outfit that I wore into the office. And okay. So let me tell a little story about my hair. So I had a blowout for two weeks and didn't wash my hair the entire time. And I used dry shampoo one time, which says to me. Could never be me. <laughs> I'm like day two dry shampoo help. Which says to me that I just, I kn- I've known my hair was dry, but it's like, it can take a lot more than I really ever thought. Mm-hmm. So that's really good info to know. So I'm going to try to commit myself to like l- truly only washing my hair once a week, but also still because I know that I'm going into it intentionally only washing it once a week, then I can like be more intentional with my styling. You know, you got to save the slick back bun. You got to save the slick back bun for like day five. Agreed. Except for I did the slick back bun here and then only washed my hair like on mon- the following Monday today. So did you wear it slick back the entire time or does it rebound? No. So I rebounded it. We'll talk. We'll discuss. Okay. But I'm just saying slick back bun here. This is a new, I'm, I'm entering a hair era. We're entering eras left and right around here. I, there's a new era every week. It is eclipse season. Oh my God. New eras everywhere. Guys, eclipse season. I keep getting <laughs> all these, Katie keeps sending me TikToks and it's like, here are the three signs that are most <laughs> affected by the eclipse. And they're the main character from April 30th to the end of May. Yeah. It's my entire big three. Yes. It is Scorpio, which is my son. It is Taurus, which is my rising, and it is Aries, which is my moon. Um, so if I seem, I'm supposed to be very high energy for this next month, which we love. Love. So check on me in a little couple weeks. I think this could be a nice developing story for us. Yes. Just use it for the content. Yes. Eclipse um, check-in. Yeah. Eclipse check Ooh. Recurring segment, perhaps. But I did see that it was like... Um, Looking back at like the last time it happened in Taurus and Scorpio was in like 2013 and 2014. And Eliza Kelly, um, who's a astrologer on Instagram, she was saying like, what happened in your life around then? And it's kind of hard because I feel like when you look back, I was like, I was in high school. Like, mm, did that really count? Like, I wasn't really a full blown human yet. Yeah, I feel that because 2013, 2014, I was like, I was actually like going to a new university. That's when I met Seth. And like, so there's... There were some, you know, changes happening for me, but also none of my big three are involved here. Um, yeah, mine was in that era. I actually got very creative. Okay, well, love that energy for you right now. Yeah, so creative genius coming through. Love. Sorry, back to you. Yeah, Why are we talking about me? Let's rewind, go back to the outfits. And yeah, so I wore this to go into the office and I knew that I was going to be sitting all day because it was just like a big eight hour meeting. So I wore my highest heels because there's this lady who used to work at our office and she wore stilettos every single day and was an icon. So we don't know who she is. We don't even no. know she used to work there because it's been no. two years that we haven't <laughs> been there, but we reference her a lot whenever we, we need the courage her. Yeah. to get the pumps. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this outfit is low key giving me like, blogger circa 2014 i was gonna very jenna lyons uh wait who you don't know who jenna lyons is 
Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. She's an icon. She ran J. Crew like creative for. Like oh. she made J. Crew like what it was like in the early 2010s, yes. and then she had a show on HBO Max recently called Stylish, and I love her. I remember that. Okay, so yeah, it's it's doing a little bit of a throwback moment for me, but I don't hate it. No, it's really cute. I feel like this is like boss corporate, boss corporate woman moment. Mm -hmm. And again, um, that was the era of the day because you had an eight hour meeting. Right. Exactly. And I owned it and I gave a presentation and I did a really good job. Also, everyone loved my shoes. Uh, Yes. So all around win. Oh, I don't necessarily know that I described it in case you're not looking at the picture, but it's a black midi skirt um with like a tulle overlay with polka dots all over it um a striped t-shirt that has um like a red collar and it has like what's it it's called a ringer Ringer. yeah Yeah. and then as i was asking i was like oh yeah i know that word and then leather jacket red pumps red lipstick glasses oh it was a glasses day i wore my glasses for a couple days this week icon yes okay so then on wednesday did not get dressed this was a overall rocky week Guys, we only have four outfits apiece. Again, eclipse season. Eclipse season. We're just going to keep blaming everything on that. Yes. (laughs) So then Wednesday, I didn't get dressed. Thursday, I got dressed for going to dinner with my friends. And so I did actually do another slick back bun moment here, I guess. And then glasses, like lacy silky top with a corset on top of it with my jeans. Uh, Wide leg, like Zara ripped jeans. How is wearing a corset to an Italian restaurant? Okay. It was actually not that bad. Okay. The thing though that I was going to comment on is I don't think I really like this look for me. I don't think I like, I'm kind of, okay. I don't know if this is a premature statement, but I'm kind of over light wash denim in every like sense of the word. Opting for what now? I don't know. I'm, I don't know where I'm pivoting, but that's all I own. So it's, I'm having a crisis about it. Maybe you're craving some variety. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like the way it looks on me. So then I also have this um, leather blazer on top of it. My like little handcuff purse thing. Strappy sandals. Again, a boss moment. I mean, anytime you wear slicked back hair and glasses, it's a boss moment. Can't relate. No? Got that 2020 eyesight. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So then um, Friday, I wore this outfit with none of the accessories to like do stuff around the house. And then I was like, I need to make myself feel cute. Mm -hmm. So we accessorized and that includes, well, so I'm wearing like, I'm, you know what the shirt is, is it's my Disneyland Paris spirit Jersey. Spirit jerseys. That's a throwback. Great throwback. Yes. Wow. I'm impressed you still have that. Actually, no Disneyland in Paris. That means you went for your honeymoon. So that wasn't that long ago. No. And it was like the, Sure. I really wanted like an oversized sweatshirt, but we went in July when it was truly the hottest um, that Europe had been like in like 50 years or something like that. Oh, yeah. Heat wave. Yeah. And so they didn't have any sweatshirts at all. And this was like one of the only long sleeves that I found. But honestly, I do like the vibes. I love a preppy moment. I don't know that I realized that you went to Disneyland in Paris because oh. guys, this might be really revealing, but we're both Disney girls. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're Disney I, adults. <laughs> I, yeah, like I don't reject the term Disney adult because I have zero like shame about it. Um, no, it's fun. I love a good storytelling moment. Yes, like it makes me happy. Immersive experience. Yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah, there's an, an excuse to conform to a theme. Yes. What's not to like? I love it. So yeah, 
I anyway. wish I still had a spirit jersey. I had a South Carolina Gamecocks one. Because oh, like what you're classic. saying, that was like prep. Yes, exactly. When I was going to college, that was like the thing to have. So I had that with my little white, like active skirt, um, oversized denim jacket. This is the first time I've worn this like massive pearl necklace because every time I've tried to wear it, it just never does what I want it to do. But I do like it here. I really like it. Um, hair bow, puppy purse. Like I said, we literally just threw on a bunch of accessories and then docs, big platform docs. I was, um, torn on docs versus converse asked Instagram, The internet was also divided. And in these pictures, I decided that I liked the docs best. I think I voted for the Converse, but I do like the docs here. because I think the energy just changes. Yeah, you look like a bad bitch. Also, I feel like why you were able to throw on a bunch of accessories is because you kept them all neutral. (gasps) Also true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, another black and white moment. This is what I wore to go thrifting. And true. Well, on Saturday, I went hiking. First hike of the year. Love that because I'm also an outdoorsy girl. And the outfit was Patagonia shorts and a half zip. What happened to our conversation last summer? You're supposed to get baddie hiking gear. Yeah. After what? Your, your trip. Well, I'd forgotten about that conversation until right now. And truly, I do think I've achieved a handful of outfits that can fit that um, category. It's just that I haven't done laundry in three weeks. So mm. I've been going to the gym regularly and I think I have... W- I have two active skirts um, that are left in my drawer that may be making an appearance at the gym tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, your girl has committed. In our defense, we work for an activewear company, so we have a lot of it. Yep. So you are not wearing <laughs> dirty activewear clothes. But. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. We just have an unholy amount. Yeah, we just have an absurd amount. It makes up a large portion of our um, wardrobe. Yes. So here is my Sunday outfit because I was like, I, you know, when you, I don't always want to look cute when I go thrifting, but there's times when I'm like, you know, it's the middle of the day. I'm going to a brewery. It's not the time to be ugly. Fair. <laughs> Sunday brewery vibes. Like, right. Exactly. You're like, I want to look cute, but like not overly cute. Casual cute. Yes. So I'm wearing this. I wish this t-shirt was a little bit bigger, but it's Seth's and I stole it. So I can't really complain that he doesn't have bigger shirts. And then I have a onesie from Aritzia on underneath and definitely um, into a onesie moment for summer this summer. So like peeing would be really hard in this. Yeah, I did figure out, though, that because I was like, I don't want to get naked in a public bathroom. Like, that's just always weird. It, when you can like when people see through the cracks and your tits are just like hanging, <laughs> hanging out. out. Yeah. So I figured out that you this is like super stretchy. So you can pull the straps down your arm and like slip out of it and keep your top on. And then when you mm. get redressed, you pull it back up and then you just like sh- put your arm in your shirt, slip the strap up and then pull your shirt over top. So then you never actually have to take your shirt off. It sounds like you need a tutorial for TikTok. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on that. I'll work on that. So yeah, I have this like just an ice cube um, album cover t-shirt, Aritzia onesie, Converse, fluffy bag, tons of necklaces. A man commented on my necklace at the flea market. Why do men love <laughs> chain necklaces? It's a theme and every like, time. Specifically the chain one. He was like, that's a dope chain. And I was like, oh, thanks. It's thrifted. It's not real metal though. And he was like, oh, that's okay. Like it doesn't have to be super heavy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't really need you to justify my necklace to me, sir. Is it because men only wear chain necklaces that they're um, going to participate in that? That's their like only reference for necklaces. Yes. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe that is it. What'd you buy? 
Um, you have a bag? Yeah. Okay. So I have a little bag. I bought three things. Um, I got, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted about these Mickey over short overalls. Um, so I did get those. I'm really excited. It'll be a, what did I say earlier? Summer toddler moment. Summer toddler moment. Summer toddler moment. And I also got a giant t-shirt cause I love a giant t-shirt moment. And this one says um, they were here first and it's got this planet and it's got animals all over it. So love that for them. Earth Day vibes. Earth Day vibes. And oh, a bleached Orioles sweatshirt because I discovered that they used to be or the Orioles used to be the St. Louis team and then they moved to Baltimore. Look at that. So yeah, full circle moment. So I can claim them. And they're also in a different conference. But no Ravens. No, only because, well, I guess like I can have the Ravens as my second team. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're allowed to have a secondary favorite team. Agreed. Our listeners are probably like sports. Get this out of here. Sports. Ew. No, <laughs> we really only like sports for the fashion moments. And I just love a high intensity environment Environment um, that is the Aries moon in me. Mm. Fire sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She likes to be surrounded by enthusiasm. Love that. Yes. All right, so that's my weekend outfits. Is it stellar? No. Is it acceptable? Yes. So now time to move on to Anna Grace. So Monday, we went to a coffee shop because we were finalizing the rebrand. We were hustling away. Yeah. And I went for like a little 70s moment. I have that brown long sleeve shirt. I have my vintage children's sweater. It's got like um, toggles on it and very 70s kind of colors with my favorite boyfriend jeans white sneakers and my penny lane style coat that's thrifted i'm hoping that this is the last day that i needed to wear a sweater and a coat because it started getting warmer later we'll see we'll see so that outfit cute comfy love it this is thursday i guess so tuesday Tuesday, I went in the office. I'm just hiding that outfit because I'm trying to save it for more of a moment. <laughs> and then Wednesday, I definitely get, didn't get dressed. So Thursday, I got a Rent the Runway package, which definitely inspired me to get dressed to go make my TJ Maxx returns. So I'm wearing these pants. They are they look like jeans, but they're not. Oh. They're like a new take on a jegging, the what? worst trend of the early 2010s. What? They're a wide leg jegging, but they're more of like a a woven style material so those knee rips you see they're not actually holes they just look like that it's just like printed on the fabric oh wow yeah we said jegging yeah like that's what people i feel like jeggings were notorious for having printed pockets yeah so the back pockets were printed there were front ones (laughs) on there and it did have like a working zipper and fly but they were by rag and bone they were super cool and i definitely would like there's something i would purchase but they i think were slightly too short for me because you know, I'm wearing the sneakers, you can see it's kind of hovering already. But anyway, so I wore that with a black turtleneck and then a tan pinstripe thrifted blazer that I have. Um, this was like I was just like AG, like put on an outfit, like get dressed, like do something, and go. Yeah, somewhere. this is like a this is right in line with that like clean girl aesthetic. Your hair is slicked back. You have a blazer on. You have a turtleneck on. You have sneakers on. You're being a boss. You have gold hoops. She checked all the boxes. Yes. So. She was cute. And then Friday, this was a really cute fit. These pants are also from Rent the Runway. They're the Levi's ribcage boot cut. But why I got them is because I was actually debating on buying them. But I was like, what a perfect way to like try them before I actually buy them. Consensus? Um, Like my mom and my boyfriend really like them. But 
I, I don't know. I don't know that I would like reach for them enough to like justify that mm. just because I don't something about it wasn't selling. They looked good on my ass. So I'll give it that. You can't see it in that photo. But if you head to my Instagram, you can. But they're like a dark wash. So away from the light wash. Yeah. And this I'm, is the this is the wash I think I want ish dark wash. But I hate this cut of Levi. So I'm curious to see why you don't like it, too. The rib cage one. Yeah. I don't, so I think we both had the same pair of ribcage ones, like the black wide leg. Didn't we both have those? Mm, no, I don't have any black wide leg Levi's. Oh, but the ribcage wide leg I had and I they were like just too big on my like thighs. Basically, like I didn't fill them out enough. I don't really have like I'm very narrow. Let's say I don't have like hips to kind of like fill out the shape of it because I have other friends that they looked a lot better on them than it did on me. Um, but these I just I mean, they fit really well. They looked good. But I don't know. I just don't think I would wear them that often. Yeah. And like reach for them. I feel like there's a different kind of like flair that I would like more. Yeah. I can't really put my thumb on it. Okay. But that's where I'm letting. But we're on the search. We're on the hunt. We're on the hunt. Um, Yeah. Pants are a constant struggle. And the top, I'm just wearing a Lucky Brand t-shirt with a giant tiger on it. Um, an AG signature. And then I'm wearing a Topshop cropped like burnt orange shirt jacket. And my black booties with the silver studs, not studs, what are those, buckles? And this necklace from when I was in college one summer, I was like, I'm making a fashion or I'm making a jewelry brand Mm. because that was like the thing to do at the time. Like in the South, like these big like beaded like pendant necklaces were very popular. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that can't be hard to make. (sighs) Um, But then I found out I loathe making jewelry. Mm. And then I tried it again during the pandemic with um, the Victoria Paris Wade Brooks inspired. What was that brand? Mer- uh, Martha Cavallo. Yep. And it was like the funky pearls with all the funky charms and stuff. Um, and then I bought all the supplies for it. Maybe spent $70 at Michael's and did none of them. I, I never actually finished one. I at least finished some. Yes. And yeah. then you made one for me and it was too small. Remember? Yeah, that was sad. And then I kept it. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was gonna say, I ended up gifting all my beating supplies to oh. my younger cousin. Nice. Because was she excited? She, she loves a craft. Yes. So it all went to a good place. But I broke out this necklace. I haven't really worn it since college, but it's cool. It's like a just one long gunmetal chain with this like uh, pave arrowhead on the bottom. And then I just have a slick back pony with a braid and my Tom Ford sunglasses. Very like rocker girlfriend. Very much so. And then on Saturday, I went to Glenstone, which is a garden museum outside of D.C. And my family like loves to go to like Smithsonian's museums, like all about it. And none of us had ever been here. It's very hard to get tickets. You have to request them like a month or two in advance at a certain time and they sell out instantly. But they're free. You just have to like make sure you get them on time. Mm hmm. So this was, I know it was going to be outdoors because I did my research and they were like uh, rocky terrain because you can see there's like rocks here. So <laughs> rocky like, terrain. You definitely need sneakers. And I wanted to wear those dragon bone pants again because I like them. And then just like a white bodysuit with this new bag that I got from Shop Cultivated on Instagram and the boutique that my friend owns and I used to work at and I love their stuff. And it's kind of like the Bottega cassette woven pouch, but it's in this like bright blue bag blue with a gold strap and it's super mini it's honestly like a little hard to fit everything i want in there Mm. but i think it'll be a great bag for summer just like a small summer bag yeah yeah yeah. and then to tie in the gold chain i have my thick gold necklace and then i got some new sunnies from tj maxx from lace specs that are like a black cat eye kind of similar to your prada ones oh yes i love a black plastic oversized frame 
yes. So I bought like six sunglasses trying to find the perfect <laughs> pair because I have a big head and it's difficult. How many did you keep? Two. Oh. I told myself I would keep two. One, they're like a little small in my head, but it's so cute that no, I just, like, just can't like, give them I up. I have to have them. Um, but... And then I, I had some sort of jacket with it that was cute, but it was really warm out that day. I actually got like sunburned through my shirt. I didn't know that was pop- possible. Oh my god! On my chest, yeah. So I guess that's that's why UV clothing exists. Yeah, right. I would never realize like, you're just regular clothes. It could just happen. But that is for my outfits this week. Honestly, there are more on TikTok if you wanted to look there because I wore an outfit to a brewery on Sunday, like you did. Oh, it was yeah. very cute. Nice. So go look at that. Okay. And with that, those are our outfits of the week. Yeah, that's it. That wraps up our episode for this week, everybody. Make sure that you stalk us online. Yeah, and listen to our new outro. It's cute. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Verve is the only source for everything fashion on the internet. If you've been inspired to get dressed up for yourself this week, tag us to be featured on our Instagram at Verve Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Katie Gassman and at Anna Grace Averitt. Links are in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Katie Gassman and Anna Grace Averitt. Edited by Katie Gassman. Creative direction by Anna Grace Averitt. This has been a three beverage media production.